the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Again, broadcasting live from the 81st annual bike rally in famous Sturgis, South Dakota. I love being here in Sturgis, man. It's a beautiful city. Uh, It's a beautiful state, South Dakota. Uh, and today, uh, as we uh, connect with uh, bikers and reach out to bikers from around the world, uh, I want us to be mindful of our journey. You know, there was a lot of roads that led to Sturgis, and I'm talking about physical, I'm talking about mental, I'm talking about psychological, I'm talking about social, but there are many roads that lead to the Sturgis of our life. And, uh, you know, our lives are a journey, and we're all going on a path. And at some point, we must choose, we must decide what path we are going to take based on who we are and why we are here. And the cool thing about here in Sturgis, I'm uh, in the office here, I'm looking out the window on the parking lot with bikes and uh, volunteers and bikers and people in leather and people not in leather and people that have scary helmets on and people that have no helmets on. You know, it's... It's such an eclectic group of people. Uh, and, you know, it's so cool because as we talk to people, you know, we, we talk to them while we're washing their bike. And for those that don't know, it's a it's really great setup. You know, people come in and there's what's called a gatekeeper. Uh, and that person greets these people, prays over them, talks to them, tells them about the situation. And then they drive their bike into the wash bay and they hand it off to a washer. And, uh, again, they're talked to. And then uh, the bike's washed. And while they're doing that, they get to go over and get some bratwurst or some ice cream. They get to go get their shoes shined, their boots shined, or, or get some leather repair done. And then once the bike is washed, uh, then they push it up in the dry bay where you get four or five people on their knees, on their back, you know, drying everything up. And by that time, the biker's back with his bike. And then you have another person talk on that person. So it's a, it's a great setup. Uh, and uh, it's so cool because for our gatekeeper, the guy that's uh, in front, uh, the guy that the first person that they meet, this is a big dude. His name's Mike, and he's a retired cop. And Mike has to be like, uh, geez, a six foot five, six foot six, uh, uh, maybe 300, 320. I mean, a big boy, big boy, healthy boy, a health, uh, in shape guy. Uh, he was telling a story uh, on Monday that these two uh, one percenters, these were bad uh, uh, 
tough dudes, tough dudes. Uh, and, uh, you know, they saw another big man, and so he, they gave him attitude. You know, Mike was wanting to connect with him, build some rapport with him, and uh, they were basically looking him up and down. And it, I mean, it was tense. Mike felt uncomfortable, like, hey, are these guys going to fight me? I mean, it was intense. And the irony was, the funny part was, here's this woman, Lee. She's one of the, uh, her and her husband do the uh, leather repair. And uh, she comes over, and they say, oh, hey, Lee. And so Lee comes over. They somehow know Lee. Uh, and they're these genteel, soft, little mushy guys. But uh, And then uh, Lee goes, uh, she talks to him and all that and says, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, walk away. And, and Mike goes, oh, no, 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 Lee, why don't you stay? Because Mike had offered them a Bible and they didn't acknowledge him. And, Lee, and then Lee said, hey, you guys want a Bible? And she goes, they go, sure, Lee. Uh, and it was so funny because here's this guy, this big old tough dude. This big old uh, strength, strong man. Uh, and what it was met with was resistance. And then you had this soft, genteel woman who they happened to know, and they were little pussycats uh, in her hand. And you know why? It's because of our past. Do you know why that interaction took place the way they took place? Because of the journey that those two men, that Mike and that Lee, took to get to Sturgis. Now, when I talk about Sturgis on today's show, I'm not just talking about the, the physical Sturgis, the, the locale of Sturgis, the thing that you say, give me directions, Mr. GPS, to this city called Sturgis in the state called South Dakota. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're going deeper than that. I want to get a little meta, metaphorical on you. I want to get a little analogous on you. And the Sturgis represents the destiny of our lives the road of our lives because we're all going somewhere the bible says it's appointed for man to die one time and then to be judged and god says that there are two paths there's only two paths keep it simple soldier there's a wide path that many people are on and it's leading to death and destruction people are having fun though boy people have a lot of fun as they're going to destruction yeah oh boy people are so comfortable as they're going to divorce or they're going to a breakup of kids or they're growing to bitterness and hatefulness well, there's a lot of comfortable people riding smoothly on a journey to a destination that they're not aware of. And once they get there, I can tell you right now, they don't want to be there. Oops. But, you know, it's really important because a good book can be a journey. A good movie, a good series can be a journey. But today I want to talk about our lives and the journey of our lives because at some point uh, the engine's going to die. At some point. Uh, it's time to pull over uh, for we've driven our last ride, for we've taken our last mile. And when that time comes, what will you have to say for yourself? How will you be held accountable? It takes strength or does it take courage? And those are different words. You see, it takes strength to be firm, but it takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer. It takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain. It takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in. But it takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain. It takes courage to feel your own pain. It takes strength to endure abuse. Oh, some of us know that well. It takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone. 
And boy, we're in a time when you stand for the truth, when you stand for the righteousness, when you stand for what you believe in as a follower of Yeshua, uh, Yehovah, Yahweh. It takes a lot of strength in today's America to believe what we've always believed and to stand alone. But it takes courage to lean on another. And let's be honest, it takes strength to love. But you know what? It takes courage to be loved. And you know, it does take strength to survive. And boy, it's tough to survive in America that's that's walked away from our values, in America that's no longer recognizable, in America uh, that used to be founded on principles of freedom of press and freedom of uh, of speech and uh, of a, a fair justice system and equitable, ju- and it's all that's gone. It takes courage to live. And there's a lot of people surviving right now. There's a lot of people going through the motions right now. But today, I want to ask you, how are you doing on your road to Sturgis? How's your path? How's your journey? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know what it sounds like? Do you know what it feels like? Are you going to show up in your leathers? Are you going to show up in some shorts? Do you know why you're here? Do you know where you're going? Do you know what it's going to take to get there and how long? Because I'm going to tell you right now, most people spent more time planning their trip to Sturgis than they have planning their lives. And one thing I learned a long time ago is I've laid a lot of people down under, six foot under, is there's a time to live and there's a time to die. There's a time to laugh and there's a time to cry. There's a time to stand silent, and there's a time to stand up and speak up. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to take a look on the journey of our lives. I am Black. We'll be right back. Hoo-ah! This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Voiceover, zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the radio.com app. 
fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on a radio show that's all about living our lives like it matters. And that's why I'm in Sturgis. I'm with a group called FreeBikeWash.com. FreeBikeWash.com, this is my sixth year, and what we do is we come out to Sturgis. We occupy this three-story. Church and uh, we live here, uh, we uh, sleep here, we eat here, we pray here, we wash bikes here, uh, we do it all here. It is a ministry trip, and the whole concept uh, is to serve these uh, men and women, uh, to love on them. You know, and, and that's really what today's show about. You know, we're, we're talking about the journey of our lives. And right now we're in Sturges, but let's be honest, we're all going somewhere. We're all on a journey. Uh, and we have a starting point. You know, I, I teach leadership, and that you can read about it. You can go to likeitmatters.net. My, I've been teaching uh, the most powerful two and a half days of leadership training uh, anybody will ever experience. And you go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And, and I have uh, three questions of a leader. They're called three questions of clear vision. Uh, and this is really all true leaders ask themselves these questions, whether they consciously realize or not. The uh, first question is, where am I now? The second question is, where am I going? And the third question is, what's it going to take to get there? And how long? And I can tell you, everybody that chose to take this journey out to the physical locale called Sturgis, South Dakota, they had that, those pieces of information. Think about that. They knew where their starting point was. They knew where Sturgis, South Dakota is a fixed point on a map. And then they punched in that address, and then their GPS told them what's it going to take to get there and how long and boy we got to realize that we need to have that similar type of gps for our lives 
uh, because at some point we're going to reach a destination. Now, if you don't know where that destination is, how are you going to be prepared for it? Really, really important. You've got to understand that. If you don't know what your destination is, how, how are you going to get there? I but can don't I suggest, know. Yeah, can I suggest, though, that knowing your starting point is so critical. You know, I used to travel with the, you know, we used to have garments. You know, now uh, the GPSs are built into the vehicles. But I would take my little unit, my guard, uh, you know, Garmin, and I'd take it in the house. Uh, I'd type in the address to where I was going. I'd type in all the way to the four, you know, dash four zip codes. And every once in a while, uh, that GPS uh, would not give me directions. And the times that it would not give me directions, there was one specific reason why it wanted. There wasn't random bits of reasons. There was one. See, that satellite could not locate my device. For whatever reason, when I took my device in the house, somehow the satellite could not read it. And, 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 and I'll never forget that because it taught me a great lesson. If you don't know your starting point, if you don't know where you're at, even if you think you know clearly your destination, guess what? You can't get to there from here. Whoops. Yeah, it reminds me of a story. A guy's uh, driving through Nebraska. He's a salesman. He's meeting somebody, somebody at a farm. Uh, and, boy, all all the cornfields look alike. So he's driving and driving and driving. And, and it, this is supposed to be just an hour and a half drive. And uh, by this time, he's been driving two and a half hours. So he uh, he realizes uh, he's done be lost. And so he's like, he doesn't know what to do. Uh, he has no GPS. He has no map. Everything looks alike. And so by the grace of God, he sees a, a farmer over on the side of the road. He's uh, doing something in his field, but he's close to the road. So the guy pulls his vehicle over by the farmer. He gets out of his car, and he slowly walks over the farmer. And the, the farmer's standing there with a big old piece of hay sticking out of his mouth. You know how they do that, kind of sucking on it like he's sucking on a, a toothpick or a cigarette. Uh, and the guy goes up to him, and he, and he tells him his predicament, and he tells him where he's looking to go. And, and after doing all this, the, the farmer just looks at him and doesn't say anything. And then the guy pops up saying, so, so, so how do I get to there from here? And the farmer, again, takes a long pause, chewing on that little piece of straw like a cow chewing on a piece of cud. And he says, son, you can't get to there from here. Denied. <laughs> Denied. Now, the reason why that should be funny, if it wasn't, that's on me. But the reason why that should be funny is that, of course, he can get to there from here. Right? You got my point? But let's be honest. If you don't know what your starting point is, if you're not honest enough uh, to like take a look at your starting point, and you don't purposefully have a place to where you're going, then how do you get to there from here when you don't know what there is and you don't know where here is? And we've got to be honest. And one of the reasons why my training is so tough, I, my training, my two and a half day training is the toughest training most people ever go through. I have military heroes. I have law enforcement officers who have been to training all their life. You heard some of the commercials from some of these people. And they say it's the toughest, most powerful training they've ever taken in their entire lives. And again, you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. I'll be in Dallas, Texas next weekend uh, doing a class and then September 2nd. And then we hit the road. We're going to Las Vegas. So we're going to Boise. We're going to Little Rock. And these are small classes. You know, we...
we keep them 10 to 12 people. And it's very important because when you look at what's going on in the world, I, I got this stat, uh, this thing I found on social media, you know, one of those things that's so true that Facebook censors it. You know, when, you know when it's pretty bad when Facebook won't let you play it because, you know, Facebook is social media. Uh, they are basically a state-run media, and they're, they're water boys for the Biden administration. They, Denied. Uh, they, yeah, they don't want any narrative that's going to make you think that Joe Biden's bad. Remember, because we, we don't like those mean tweets. So the world might be falling apart. America might be crumbling, uh, but all that. But, hey, at least there's no mean tweets, right? Hey, yeah. So I got, I got this thing about fear. Fear strikes. And this is just powerful. Think about this. Uh, and fear is a powerful enemy. Uh, we, we talked about this yesterday. It's a powerful enemy. Uh, so this is the list. Look at this from since 2000. And here we are in 2021. So in 2000, remember Y2K? Uh, the world's going to end. Remember that? The world's ending. Uh, in 2001, I don't know if you remember, right after that, anthrax. Anthrax happened. Remember, anthrax was going to kill us all. Uh, and then the next year we had the West Nile virus, remember? Uh, uh, and, and that was deadly. That was going to kill us all, remember that? And then in uh, 2003, remember SARS? Remember SARS? Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but SARS was going to kill us all, remember that? Uh, and then we had the strangest thing called uh, the bird flu. Uh, and I remember mad cow disease, those type of thing. Remember mad cow, bird flu? Like, what are all these animals doing to kill us? I remember from all those things, remember, we're all going to die and they're slaughtering animals and millions of chickens and millions of birds and millions of cows, right? All that, remember that? Uh, and then we got to 2006. Luckily, we didn't die through all the other stuff. Now we got this thing called E. coli. Remember, they're pulling back spinach and pulling back uh, cilantro and all that because, uh, uh, yeah, everybody's going to die from E. coli. Remember that? Oh, and then remember 2008, the financial collapse where uh, we're all going to crumble, we're all going to die. And it was so bad that we had to elect uh, Barack Obama to be our God, to be our savior, to uh, to save us from the uh, from the collapse of the world due to uh, the 2008 financial collapse. And then remember 2009 uh, when the collapse didn't kill us. Then we got to, now we're back into animals again. Remember we got swine flu. Oh boy, that's going to kill us all. Uh, and then remember the 2012. Remember why that year is important because the Mayan calendar uh, says that the world's ending. Right, so uh, 2012, the world's going to end. And then remember 2013, remember when Donald Trump walked in, came into office, remember we were told that the North Koreans were going to kill us and nuclear bombs are going to blow us up. But that started in 2013, that North Korea now has nuclear bombs and North Korea is going to cause World War Three. remember that? Of course, World War Three means we're all going to die. Uh, and then 2014, again, the Ebola virus, remember the Ebola virus? Uh, it's going to kill us all. It's uh, terrible. And then 2015, remember that? Uh, ISIS, uh, remember, uh, they were just the JV League, remember, they were nobody. Uh, but the reality was, when you looked at what they're doing, uh, they wanted to kill us all, remember that? Uh, and then 2016, I don't know if you remember that, the, the Zika virus, right? remember that? Zika virus is going to kill us all. And, and then, of course, in, in 2019, uh, while the Democrats were wanting to destroy Donald Trump to get him out of the way so that we can get a new world order and America would fall in line. Remember, uh, while this thing called Corona, the novel coronavirus came out in uh, October, November, December, but uh, the Democrats are so more worried about uh, impeaching Donald Trump because they need you to know how evil he is. Uh, remember, we were all going to, that was so terrible. And, and then 2020, you know, it's building more the coronavirus of building more and more and then we shut everything down remember because it was going to kill us all it's going to kill us all ladies and gentlemen do you see my point fear 
It's all fear. Why does that matter? Uh, because fear causes us to give up our rights. Fear causes us to do something different. Fear causes us to, to cower. Remember we talked about courage versus strength. What are you running around afraid of? See, when you live your life like it matters, it does. And see, that's the difference. When you live your life like it matters, it does. But if you're fearful, then you're not taking chances. See, the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And you don't think fear stirs up a lot of confusion? Because when you're confused, you don't speak up. When you're confused, you don't stand up. When you're confused, you don't do any of that stuff. You shut up. You sit down. You stay home. You put a mask on. You let Joe Biden give you money so that you, they can give you votes. And then they'll let you mail in ballots. And then we get 5 million ballots from China and ballots from D.C. And a big old rider truck shipped over to Pennsylvania. And again, but there's no, no fraud. And if you talk about any voter fraud, you're banned. You can't put that on social media. You're banned. You're called a freak. You're banned. Don't, anybody? Wake up, people. Silence! Yeah, the journey that you're on. Have you thought about this? The journey that's America's on. Where are we going to end up? Where are you going? Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit? that you were given the opportunity to ride on this journey of life. I am Black, and we'll be right back. Okay, terrific. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. You depend on our lineup of talk hosts each day. Now you have the chance to meet one of them, announcing the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We'll fly you and a guest on a three-night stay to meet your favorite radio host. You can meet Dinesh D'Souza, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, or Dennis Prager. Enter once per day at freedom1570.com slash talker. The Terrific Talkers VIP experience brought to you by Morris Law Group. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others. Can't you put out there? We have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Fallen Angel Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. 
take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I love them. China. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Live in life. Like it matters. And we're doing so from Sturgis, South Dakota at the 81st Annual Motorcycle Rally. What a beautiful state uh, South Dakota is. Uh, And what a small little city Sturgis is. And boy, outside the bike rally, uh, most people would never notice Sturgis. But, uh, you know, before the break, I went through a list just from 2000. Just in the 2000s, over the last 21 years. All the panic, all the pandemics, uh, all that led up to the final pandemic, all the death, yeah, all the chaos. All this is, this is what the world wants you to do. The world wants you to be afraid, and I'm going to cover the last segment why. I'm I'm going to tell you why, sheeple, why they want you to be afraid, uh, because fear really causes us to act in ways that are unbecoming of ourselves. Why do you think, Daddy? Why do you think Abba, uh, uh, Father God, tells us not to fear? You know, almost 400 times uh, in the Bible, God tells us, do not fear, do not worry, do not fret. And you know why, parents? The same reason, while if your kid's bedtime is 9 o'clock at night and they ask you at 8.50 if they could have a soda, you say no. If they ask you at 8.30 if they can have a piece of candy, you say no. The same reason, yeah, the same reason why you tell your kids to wash their hands after they go potty. The same reason you tell your kids uh, don't talk to strangers. The same reason that you tell your kids don't get in the car with someone you don't know. The same reason that you tell your kids dot, dot, dot. Why do you tell your kids the same thing over and over and over and over, parents? Because you love them. Because you care about them. Because you know what harms them. And you know what's good for them. Romans 8.15 says it so clearly. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. Notice again, the again to fear, because apart from Christ, you are nothing more than a slave to fear. But you receive the spirit of sonship. And of course, 2 Timothy 1.7, which is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, is God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of the sound mind. And see, that's what I teach you. See, remember, we're, man's a three-part being. Uh, we live on the physical plane like animals and plants. But we live on a social, mental, like just animals, not plants, 
I don't know, John, you ever seen a plant talking to you? You ever seen a plant talking to another plant? You know, one plant walks in a bar and the other plant says, you know, you've never heard a joke like that, right? Because plants don't talk. Yeah, yeah, that's what the plant says. You talking to me, right? Plants don't talk. They don't socialize. They're not a mental processor. But animals are. But yet we are not just mere animals. We are spirits. And so there's a third plane that uh, man lives on, and that is spirit. Now, you got to get this. Just like those bikes out there, your body is a machine, and you got to know how it works. And I teach you how that machine works, how you get yourself excited, how you turn yourself on, how you turn yourself off, how you energize yourself, how you de-energize yourself, all that. But the mind is so critical, and this is what we're dealing with. We're being manipulated. Uh, Fear. Fear causes us to do many unique things. And when I was going through that list, John, my producer, said, you didn't even mention climate change, Black. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're wanting to spend $5 trillion because they're telling you, yeah, they're telling you that climate change, climate change is the biggest thing that the world is dissolving. Well, this is where you got to figure out who's your God. Is Joe Biden your God or is Jehovah your God? Is Nancy Pelosi your God? Or is Yahweh your God? How dare you? You've got to decide. Yeah, sorry, Greta, because my good book says that this world, the elements will melt. Now, the good news is you got a millennium in there, so it's a thousand years plus whatever we got left before God pulls the church out of here in the rapture. So the world ain't ending anytime soon. But I want you to know, you can keep saving the planet, all you Christians. I don't know what you're saving it from, from God? Because the Bible is pretty clear that the elements will melt at some point. This world will be destroyed, and the new Jerusalem will come down. Just read the book of Revelation. I think you should start at chapter 21, I think. Uh, You'll see what I'm talking about. And so, ladies and gentlemen, stop it with all the fear-mongering. Joe Biden's uh, running mate was not Kamala Harris. Remember the giggling one? Remember the we had to have a black woman uh, in in the White House? And so uh, Joe had to pick Kamala Harris because... When he was uh, anointed uh, the Democratic nominee, member, he had to get a black person. Not a uh, joke. Has nothing to do, yeah, it has nothing to do with character. has nothing to do with qualifications. It just has to do with a, uh, she had to be a woman and she had to be black. So that was all that they cared about because a lot of you can't think for yourself. And a lot of you are, uh, call yourself Christians, but you're wrapped up in the world's lies. Uh, and I, I hate to tell you this, but many will say, Lord, Lord. Uh, and Jesus said, I never knew you. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. Uh, I was in Sturgis every year. Remember that? Uh, I was in Guatemala on those two mission trips. Remember that? Remember when I uh, cast out demons, your name? Remember when I showed up to my black church every Sunday or every Wednesday night, and we did those, remember we did those voter registration drives, and we got all those people to vote for the pro-abortion, uh, uh, pro-death, uh, remember that, pro-racist, remember that? Pro- remember we, we voted for all those people that hated our God, that mocked our beliefs, that told us that our Bible was hate speech. Remember, but we kept voting for them anyways uh, because they were going to give us stuff, and they were going to give us jobs, and they were going to give us free stuff, and this country hasn't treated us fair because 500 years ago in 1619, this happened, and then in 1776, 400 some years ago, this happened, and then remember uh, 153 years ago, remember when this happened, Uh, and then remember during the 60s when this happened, where's your focus, leaders? Where's your focus? And, you know, as we're out here in Sturgis, I'm talking to people. I'm talking to people. One of the things is, so so where are you from? You know, it is looking at license plates and where are you from? 
and they're all from different places. And so the road to get to Sturgis, the journey to get to Sturgis was different for all those people. How do they get to Sturgis? And on the road to Sturgis, there are stops and there are turns. There are ups and there are downs. It is a journey. And our life is a journey. And the metaphorical Sturgis of our life, what is it for you? Where are you going? How will you know when you get there? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Who are you? I Why are you know. here? That's the problem. She's right. We don't know who we are. What does America stand for anymore? America used to stand on values, on principles, on freedoms. Not anymore. I, I didn't watch one second of the Olympics because I, I'm tired of seeing wealthy victims. People who get everything, get to play games and make millions of dollars, talk about how unfair America is. It's just old. And so you got to figure out what is this journey? What are you doing on this journey? What's the purpose of your life? Are you living for yourself? Are, are you living to get your pound of flesh? To get even? Are, are you still working out to figure out who you are? You know, as I lead leaders and I take people, uh, you know, one of the big questions I get a long time is, you know, people are wanting to figure out who they are. And you know the problem, if you spend your whole life figuring out who you are, you're doing nothing about it. This is why you've got to answer these existential questions. You've got to know who you are. And this is what's happened with manipulation. We're getting manipulated. You know, I look out here at this Sturgis, this parking lot out here. And you get these Hell's Angel and your Sons of uh, Silence and all these different biker gangs and groups. And they're, these, they're, they're hard-hearted and bad-butted. Uh, uh, I didn't say the other one. Yeah, right? But you know what drove them pain? You don't become a Hell's Angel by a good upbringing in a relationship with God. You become a Hell's Angel because hurting people hurt people. You become a, a one percenter because you're broken. Because you've been abused and abandoned. And their safety in numbers. And so you join a gang. You know, what was lacking is forgiveness. And, and it's being fed by the enemy, the, the, the prince of the power of the air. We're told to keep a record wrong. We're told that the you know, Republicans want to kill you. And Donald Trump is evil. And he just wants to make more money. But we don't care if Joe Biden's family is all wealthy. We don't care if Hunter Biden is making millions of dollars off of crappy paintings because he's a Biden. We don't care that his laptop had child pornography on there and money laundering details. See, we don't care about any of that, but we pretend to care that Donald Trump might be making a profit. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Slow up here, old buddy. Yeah, this guy here, 50 years in office. Dude, get a job. Add something to this world. All Joe Biden's done is suck on the, the nipple of America. Live off America. It's like Captain Ahab. You remember, remember Moby Dick, the movie, uh, the book Moby Dick. You know Captain Ahab, the Herman Melville's book Moby Dick. Remember that? And what was his problem? Do you know what his problem was? It wasn't the big white whale. It was lack of forgiveness. He would not forgive. See, he was permanently injured by a great white whale, and he spent the rest of his life seeking revenge. It drove him until nothing else mattered except killing the well that hurt him. In the end, yeah, in the end, it was his hatred. It was his hatred that cost him his soul uh, in his life. And ladies and gentlemen, you're being played, player. You're being played, player. 
I mean, even we know that a rattlesnake, if cornered, will sometimes become so angry it will bite him, itself. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, we are being fed this fury, this rage, this anger. We're, we're, we're riding the drama triangle. We're told uh, uh, if you're black, you're a victim. If you're a woman, you're a victim. If you're Asian, you're a victim. If you're Hispanic, you're a victim. You're a victim if you're anything but white and a man. And now we know that the white males are the persecutors, that Christians are the persecutors. You know, the big question I got to ask my brothers and sisters at Brown Skin, why is Joe Biden afraid of white Christians and not afraid of Christians who are brown? It's because they've lied to you and you bought in the lie. After the break, I'm going to go through what's going on in what we call the drama triangle. Pay attention. We'll be right back. I am black. Oh, we don't play that. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Bon voyage! Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. We are living live Like It Matters. And today we're doing that in Sturgis, South Dakota. A great place. Uh, we are with a group called FreeBikeWash.com. Uh, Harbor Church is the main sponsor out of Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. Uh, but we have about 100 people out here that donated their week and come out here at their own expense uh, to deal with hurting people. You know, hurting people hurt people. And as I look out of that parking lot, I see a parking lot full of people who are keeping a pound of flesh, a record of wrong, a lack of forgiveness, because hurting people hurt people. And when people are hurt, if they haven't, don't process their pain, then what they do is they reach out and hurt other people. And if you feel alone, you feel you can't do it on your own, then you join a gang. You join a group of people. And sometimes in that, you have to give up your freedom. You give up your rights. And you have to play by their rules, not your rules. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lack of forgiveness. And we live in an America right now that is keeping a record on a pound of flesh. The Democratic Party wants to remind you of everything ever done wrong to anybody that might look like you. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the, front, uh, the, the news that I send myself. Chicago cops turn their backs to Mayor Lightfoot at hospital after two officers shot. I mean, they've trashed cops so bad in Chicago, and then uh, two get killed, or one gets killed, one gets seriously injured, and somehow Lightfoot, Mayor Lightfoot, who trashes the cops, who defunds the cops, now she wants to talk, and they just turn their back on her because she's responsible for those deaths, like these other Democratic mayors who are putting cops in harm's way. How about this one? Pregnant woman killed in California road rage. People are so angry. People are so bitter because we've been told that you've been taken advantage of. You're a victim, and there are persecutors out there, people that want to hurt you, cops and white people and Christians. And boy, yeah. Or, or, or And how about this one? Portland uh, sees Antifa descend on Christian worship event, and now the uh, Antifa is allowed to beat up Christians and to destroy Christian gatherings, right? Because because well, we all know, right, Antifa's good and Christians are bad. Now, how about this one? CNN gets this black woman on TV that says she's going to be homeless and she's got three kids. and she, Oh, and everybody feels so bad. Here's another black woman being taken advantage of, being hurt. And you know what? In one day, they raised $230,000. Can you believe that? Now, here's the problem. It was all a lie. Yeah. It was all a lie. She wasn't the mom. She wasn't this. She wasn't that. She wasn't. But yeah, but CNN, boy, CNN. If they can get you a black person, that they can talk about how they've been victimized. If they can get you a, a transgender or a gay person, tell you how they've been victimized. You know, both those terrible white people and those terrible Christians and those terrible evangelicals and the, you know. And what's being pushed is a pound of flesh. We got to have some forgiveness. We got to get our focus off the past and get it onto our future. Uh, it was Dr. King that said, forgiveness is not occasional act. 
It is a permanent attitude. It was, uh, who is this guy? Uh, Paul Bossy that said, or Bose, sorry, says forgiveness does not change the past, but it enlarges the future. And ladies and gentlemen, you've got to realize we have a true enemy against our soul. We have a, 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 an enemy that's called the prince of the power of the air. And he wants to remind us of our past. He wants to remind us of every wrong. You cannot have a broken man fix a broken man. Man is the problem. And man cannot fix man. It's the neurological levels. Remember, you got spirit, you got uh, identity, uh, you have belief systems and values, you have capabilities, uh, you have uh, behavior, and then you have uh, environment. Those are the six levels where we construct our beliefs. And the problem is you cannot deal with the problem at the same level it was created at. That's what Einstein said. So if the problem is man, which is identity, then there's only one solution, is that is spirit. And this is not from this is not from a Christian perspective. This is from the neurological levels by Dr. Robert Diltz, who is not a Christian, who doesn't even believe in the God of the Bible. But he knows that you've got to have something beyond yourself. You've got to have something beyond man because when you have a problem with yourself, with your identity, with man, then you must go to a level above it. Because as the very smart man Einstein said again, let me repeat again, you cannot solve a problem at the same level it was created at. Uh, I got this uh, great little story from DrZimmerman.com, and Dr. Zimmerman explains forgiveness with this story. He said, two friends are walking through the desert. During some point in the journey, they get in an argument, and one of the friends slaps the other one in the face. The, the, yeah, the one who got slapped was hurt, of course. But without saying anything, he wrote in the sand, quote, today, my best friend slapped me in the face. They kept on walking until they found an oasis where they decided to take a bath. The one who had been slapped got stuck in the mire and started drowning. But his friend saved him, dove in, saved him, pulled him out. After he recovered from the near drowning, he wrote on a stone, Today, my best friend saved my life. The friend who slapped and saved his best friend asked him, After I hurt you, you wrote in the sand. And now that I saved you, he wrote on a stone. Why? What's the difference? And the other friend replied, looking him in the eye, said, when someone hurts us, we should write it down in sand, where the winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it in stone, where no wind can erase it. And, and we're bass backwards in this country. And the sad part is we're being played. You're being told that. We're being told never let a crisis go to waste. And you're being played by the media. The media's part of the Democratic Party. You're being told for four years how terrible Donald Trump was and you bought into the lie. And now you're being told that Donald, I mean, that Joe Biden is the greatest man who ever lived. Most, he's a man who's lived for 50 years off the government dole, who's lied, who's made millionaires of all his family members, whose son is a drug-addicted, child porn. It's on his computer. You know the computer that no one hears about anymore? You know where his computer wound up? Yeah, with Hillary Clinton's uh, hard drive, uh, where the killer of JFK, the shooter of JFK, that's where it went, winds up in the deep state. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize the journey that uh, we're on today, and you got to figure it out. It's called the Drama Triangle. Now, this is by Stephen Cartman. The Drama Triangle is a social model of human interaction. 
The triangle maps the type of destructive, destructive interaction that can occur between people in conflict. The drama triangle is a tool used in psychotherapy, specifically, by the way, transactional analysis, Dr. Eric Burns' uh, um, model, if you will. The drama triangle is a social model that was conceived by Cartman, who was a student under Eric Byrne. He's the father of what we call transactional analysis. And what Cartman did is he used triangles to map conflicted or drama-intense relationships. See, the, the Cartman drama triangle models the connection between personal responsibility and power and conflicts, and the destructive and shifting roles people play. He defined three roles in the conflict. First, you have the persecutor. Then you have the rescuer, which he signified as the one-up position, and the victim, which he signified as the one-down position. Now, Cartman placed uh, these three roles on an inverted triangle and referred to them as being the three aspects or faces of drama. See, Cartman was an actor, and so he chose the term drama triangle rather than conflict triangle. You know, as the victim in his model is not intended to represent an actual victim, but someone feeling or acting like a victim. You know, that's what the Democratic Party wants to tell you, that you're all a victim. And a victim, what you're going to learn is a victim needs a rescuer. And then you're also going to learn that when a victim's not saved quick enough, not rescued quick enough, then they become the persecutor. The victim stances poor me. The victim feels victimized, oppressed, helpless, hopeless, powerless, ashamed. Victim. Is bad, so we're making half of the country or more a victim, and then that victim needs a rescuer, which tends to be Joe Biden, his Democratic colleagues, uh, and the mass media, and the state-run media, and the deep state. You know the thing. Yeah, now the rescuer is a classic enabler. The rescuer feels guilty if they don't go to the rescue. Yet their rescuing has negative effects. It keeps the victim dependent. Don't you get it? You stay home and cash your checks. You put on your mask, and they're going to use anything they can. There's going to be a COVID-22. Notice the Delta variant. They're going to lock you back down and tell you they care for you. And if you don't get the vaccines because you hate people, how dare you selfish people? You're killing people. Don't you hear it? This is basic manipulation psychology, and all, all the sheeple out there are buying into it. This re yeah, and then you got the persecutor, a.k.a. the villain. The persecutor insists it's all your fault. The persecutor is controlling, blaming, critical, oppressive, angry, authoritative, rigid. And you know what? They want you to believe that white Christians is that. They want you to believe that Donald Trump is that. The problem is if you read the definition of persecutor, it's controlling, blaming, critical, oppressive, angry. Guess what? Welcome to the government dole. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Helping you live your life like it matters. Talk to you tomorrow from Sturgis, South Dakota. Bye-bye. I am lost in space. Yar, bon voyage! Alex Hartman, real estate agent at Remax Results and ResultsByAlex.com, and I'm a Patriot listener just like you. Fake news swirls around us every day, but here is one current concrete fact. The real estate market is out of balance. There are generally way more buyers than there are sellers. If you have a property to sell, now is an ideal time. To maximize your profit, contact me today. My 38 years of experience is your assurance of a smooth transaction. And unlike one of those large real estate teams, when you contact me, you'll be working with me and only me from start to finish. 
So if you like the idea of working with a fellow loyal Patriot listener, if you like the idea of working with one real estate agent from start to finish, if you like the idea of working with an agent with decades of experience, then please contact me today. 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000. Or go to resultsbyalex.com. Together, we will maximize your profit. Ringing Liberty. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.